Well, buckle up, folks, because the 2024 presidential election is shaping up to be a wild ride. Forget choose your fighter. This year, it's choose your poison, with Biden and Trump leading the way. But nobody actually wants either one of these guys. But wait, there's more. Enter the double haters, those fed-up folks yearning for something different. Welcome to That's Life, I Swear. This podcast is about life's happenings in the world that conjure up such words as intriguing, frightening, life-changing, inspiring, and more. I'm Rick Barron, your host. There's a saying, it's the little things that matter. Occasionally, I stumble upon captivating news snippets, charming anecdotes, or lesser-known historical gems as I dive into my research for upcoming episodes. Despite their brevity, these nuggets of information convey meaningful messages about life. I strongly believe in the significance of appreciating the small things, and I'm excited to periodically share these brief segments with you. My hope is that you'll glean something valuable from each episode, no matter how modest it may be. That said, here's the rest of this story. So, here's the dilemma. Voters are throwing shade at our main stars, leaving a wide open door for third-party candidates. From the anti-vax crusader Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to socialist scholar Cornell West, the options are as diverse as a dollar menu at a fusion food court. And then there's no labels. This mysterious moderate mashup promising a bipartisan dream team. Now you may wonder, what's the threat? While both parties sweat the impact of these outsiders, it's Biden who really is feeling the heat the most. Remember the 2000s and Al Gore and what happened there? Third-party Ralph Nader stole his Florida victory by a hair's breadth. And no one wants a repeat of that cliffhanger. Historically, no third-party candidate has ever won a presidential election, but several have succeeded in tipping the balance. Here's a few examples. In 1912, the political landscape shifted as Teddy Roosevelt, once a Republican, ran as a Progressive Party candidate dividing the GOP vote and thereby giving the White House to Democrat Woodrow Wilson. Now fast forward to 2000, where Democrat Al Gore faced a tight race in Florida, losing by 537 votes. How many of us remember that event? This narrow margin was influenced, some argue, by Green candidate Ralph Nader, who collected over 97,000 votes in the state of Florida. Then, in the pivotal year of 2016, Hillary Clinton experienced setbacks in key states. The votes Jill Stein, the Green Party candidate, collected in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania played a role, with Clinton falling short of a small margin than Jill Stein's tally in those key states. A snapshot of the current political landscape reveals intriguing numbers. Polls suggest that third-party candidates like Kennedy are gaining traction. However, the focus shifts to the battleground states, where a few percentage points can decide the entire election. No labels with its well-funded approach poses a particular concern for Democratic strategists. As mentioned, forget national polls. The real fight happens in the battleground states. Those swing voters who hold the election hostage. Arizona, Georgia, Michigan. You getting the picture? Can no labels snag ballot access in these crucial states? Their war chests and early wins suggest 
Yes. Could Kennedy or West pull off the same feat? The jury's still out. The stakes are pretty high. Any of these contenders make it onto the ballot. Biden's Trump versus you strategy crumbles. Voters may see third-party picks as a way to avoid both nightmares, leaving Biden in the dust. That's why Democrats scramble to discredit no labels, calling them Trump spoilers in disguise. As the election narrative unfolds over the coming months before the American people go to the polls, the spotlight turns to the potential burden on President Biden. Many Democrat strategists express significant concerns about no labels, a well-financed organization with a head start in securing ballot access across all 50 states. Currently, no labels has successfully gained ballot access in 14 states, including crucial battlegrounds such as Arizona, Nevada, and North Carolina. The Green Party, led by Jill Stein, is anticipated to secure ballot access in most states as well. Now, Robert Kennedy Jr., on the other hand, has qualified only in Utah, while West's prospects remain uncertain. There is ambiguity surrounding whether West has the necessary funding and organization to launch a nationwide ballot access initiative. In a recent development, Third Way, a centrist Democratic think tank, issued a cautionary message to Democratic donors advising them to avoid supporting no labels. Matt Bennett, the executive vice president of Third Way, conveyed in an email that according to their polling, no labels would likely lose and act as a spoiler for Trump. No labels disputes this claim, asserting that their own polling indicates a potential victory in states with 34% or more of the vote, enough to secure an electoral college majority. However, political experts view these simulations as very unlikely. The decision of whether no labels will run a ticket at all remains unclear, with the group initially planning a convention this summer, but then subsequently canceling it. Nevertheless, the presence of any third-party candidates on the ballot in battleground states could pose an additional challenge for Biden. Typically, when a president seeks a second term, the election becomes a referendum on their record. Biden aims to shift his narrative by turning the election into a referendum on Trump. The entry of third-party candidates, however, could disrupt the strategy by providing anti-Trump voters an alternative route. This implies that Biden cannot solely rely on stoking fears of Trump's return. Instead, he must build a compelling case that the third-party option is merely another way of electing Trump. On a side note, Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie announced on January 10th that he was ending his campaign for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination. Apparently, it didn't take long for the rumors to begin. In the pursuit of forming a bipartisan third-party presidential ticket for the 2024 elections, No Labels has actively reached out to associates of Chris Christie to gauge his potential interest in joining their ticket, as revealed by three sources familiar with the discussions. Maria Camella, Christie's campaign manager, stated that neither the governor nor anyone from the campaign has engaged in conversations with no labels. When asked about Christie's willingness to consider the idea, Maria mentioned that she had not discussed it with him, emphasizing Christie's commitment that he was not going away. A source familiar with the situation highlighted Christie's widespread name recognition, his track record, and willingness to confront former President Donald Trump. 
The source emphasized the need for someone unafraid to take decisive action, stating that no labels requires a candidate who was willing to take on Trump. So what's the verdict here? Will 2024 be a two-horse race or a chaotic six-way bra? Will third-party picks be saviors or spoilers? Folks, the political circus is just getting warmed up. What can we learn from this story? What's the takeaway? When a president runs for a second term, the election is normally a referendum on his record. Biden hopes to flip that script and win by turning the election into a referendum on Trump. Third-party candidates could disrupt that by offering anti-Trump voters an escape route. Well, there you go, my friends. That's life, I swear. For further information regarding the material covered in this episode, I invite you to visit my website, which you can find on either Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, for show notes calling out key pieces of the content mentioned in the episode transcript. As always, I thank you for listening and your interest. Be sure to subscribe here or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. See you soon.